I don't care how fast a skater you are. If you don't play this game with a big heart and a big bag of knuckles in front of the net, you don't got dinky-doo. If you really want to know who I really am, I'm a hockey man. This is For Those About to Talk, a Columbus Blue Jackets podcast. The truth is, I don't really think about anything. I play hockey and I fornicate because these are the two most fun things in cold weather. With Dan Ducart from the IceTimes.com and Shane Gilfoyle from the History of Hockey podcast. Hockey is my life. Welcome back to the show, everybody. The second round of the 2017 NHL playoffs is complete. The Nashville Predators, the Anaheim Ducks, the Pittsburgh Penguins, and the Ottawa Senators are all moving on to the third round. So, Dan, my man, good to talk to you again. It's been a while. Likewise. Um, So let's dive right into it. Surprises about the conclusion of round two. I mean, maybe it's not a surprise, but I know who's pissed and it's NBC. (laughs) They definitely didn't get the matchups that, you know, they would have liked, I'm sure. But uh, I don't know. I'm not that surprised by the Anaheim Edmonton series ending the way it did. Uh, I know Anaheim's kind of been unable to crack the Game 7 code, so to speak. Like, they've been 0-5 in their last five. But Which I can't believe it goes back that far that they're 0-5 in, in, in Game 7s. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I saw that uh, only Perry, Getzlav, Cogliano, and Fowler have been part of all of those games. So it's not like the whole team is like... So they've, they've had a decent amount of turnover then. They've had a fair amount of turnover. Um, plus, like, Let's just be honest. Edmonton's super young. Like they, that was their first game seven in a decade. You know what I mean? Like they, uh, it's not like a team that's been in the playoffs a lot recently, obviously. Uh, and the future couldn't look any brighter for Edmonton. Right. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah. That, I mean, to me, Edmonton, uh, this this playoff in some ways as like a neutral NHL fan, kind of worked out because what you're gonna get is. Toronto and Edmonton are going to be just money for the next like 10 years. So yeah, they're, way, they're going to be big players for sure. And right. so because of that, I'm actually kind of happy that they're not, you know, making a run this year. You know what I mean? Like they'll have their time for sure. And it's going to be a long time. By the time they're winding down, we're gonna we're gonna both be saying thank God Toronto and Edmonton finally suck again. Exactly, it's gonna be like Pittsburgh and Chicago. We're gonna be like, oh my God, when does this thing end? Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm not that surprised about that series. I I mean, it's funny because Pittsburgh, you can't bet against them. Yeah, uh, you really can. I had this this conversation with a buddy of mine last night, and I I told him why I was picking Pittsburgh and. For exactly the reason you just said, you can't pick against them. Yeah. I want to dig into that series a lot, but for the meantime, um, I mean, did anything surprise you? We have some not-so-happy kiddos, it sounds like. Yeah, they they <laughs> just got home, and they're screaming at their mother to for 
for God knows what. I have no idea, but um, uh, yeah. So we're, they're they're getting into gardening, so I think they just want to go outside and play in the dirt. Uh, um, uh, surprises for me. Um, I I am still a little bit surprised that Ottawa has gotten as far as they have, but at the same time, Guy Boucher did this exact same thing with Tampa Bay in 2011. So, um, I think teams have kind of forgotten how to play against him, and, um, I think Pittsburgh will probably figure it out, and, uh, and 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 beat the senators but um i guess if if there are any surprises that's probably that's probably it just that they that they made it that far you want to get your other shoes on oh your, your sparkles you know i'm i'm happy that nashville moved on because i think that the nhl deserves nashville to be good you know what i mean like that city has been good for a long time and i've just never really broken through and it's good i think it's great I looked at the schedule to see if they were playing like a Saturday night game, and I could just kind of squeak on down to it, but all their games are on weekdays, which kind of grinds me out, like the wrong way. But Getting your shoes on, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, shouldn't Nashville have a Saturday night game? You would Nashville? think so, yeah. Uh, that's, yeah. That's poor. I, I, I mean, if, if for no other reason, I mean, you know, if – any city, it's of course, it's their first time in the conference finals. Any city in that situation, they're going. The you know the people who go to the games are going to have two words on their mind, and it's going to be oh fuck work. Oh yeah. Um. So they're they're going to go. They're going to stay up late, and they're going to suffer through the next day. So um. But that is kind of a drag for people who might want to go out of town because I know my wife and I have uh, often talked about just shooting down there. It's a six-hour drive for us um, and, and seeing a game, and, and we've just never done it. But, um, but yeah, that is – I didn't know that about the series, so that's kind of a drag. But um, it is what it is, and, um, you know, if they move on, then – Maybe you'll you'll get the chance for the final. Ooh, that'd be cool. Um, I I will give the NHL credit where it's due. They are doing that uh, smart thing they've done the last. I think they did this last year too, where they have a game every day, so you don't have to check the schedule for the next two weeks. Every night starting tomorrow for the next two weeks, there's a hockey game on TV. Good, smart, and that's the way. It, yeah, that's the way it should be. Like you just play games every day until you knock this thing out. None of these three day breaks. I was a little surprised just given the distance between Nashville and Anaheim that there wasn't an extra getaway day at there at some point, but worked for me. And also, none of the games start later than 9 Eastern, which is great. Yeah, uh, yeah, especially so for those board. Anaheim games, man. Those are just... They're tough. I stayed up last brutal. night for Game 7 in Anaheim, and I am tired. Well, you're a better man than I am because I was out. Yeah, well, I don't know. I paid for it today. <laughs> So, who is your, uh, well, let's just start with this. Who is your consmite if the playoffs ended today for each team? And oh, I'll tell you why you're right or wrong. Man, for each team? Man, yeah, I have like no idea. Will, I don't know if I. will be a little easier. I mean, Ottawa, it's, it's obviously Carlson. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, he's been magic. I mean, like, it's funny. People at work were like, uh, it's too bad that Ottawa's in. Like, they don't have any stars. And I want them to be like, you idiots. Like, they have one of the best players in the world, but, like, no one knows who Eric Carlson is. I guess that's not really their fault. It's just the NHL does a bad job of marketing, and the and NBC does a worse job of marketing their, like, stars. Like, yeah, and we, we've, we've covered is, that before. Yeah, ad nauseum. You know, Carlson's just... like... He's already won two Norrises. He's probably going to win it again this year, not him, Burns. So, like, okay, a 26-year-old with three Norris trophies. <laughs> like, he's one of the best players in the world, and it's impossible to argue against that. And yet, people don't know that Ottawa has, this, like, a discernible superstar. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I guess you could, you could like, kind of cop out say that Craig Anderson's been good in the playoffs, too. And he has, but... Consmite's got it. Yeah, got to be Carlson because I I don't think they're where they are without Carlson. No, not um, a I, you know, before I forget, real quick, I saw something that was like breaking down. They've won eight games, and they've so therefore they've had eight game winning goals, and he's been on the ice for all eight of them and scored two of them and assisted on three of them. Wow! So he's been like not even just oh yeah, he was a big part of the the win. Like he's been literally factoring into almost every single win at the game-winning goal, and he played like six-something of the last eight minutes the other night. So he's, he's directly related to five of their eight game-winning goals. Right, and indirectly to the other three, because, I mean, indirectly is like not a fair word, but he was at least on the ice. Like, he still was, like, impacting play in some capacity. Right, right, and he's not, amazing. Just, not just filling empty space. Right, so Carlson's that one. I, yeah, Carlson, um, I guess we'll just stay in the East. Pittsburgh? Um, you know, I maybe flurry for stepping up in, uh, in Murray's absence because I mean, he is playing the kind of hockey that is, is probably if I'm, uh, Pittsburgh's GM, I'm thinking like, one, thank God we hang we hung on to this guy. Yes, and two absolutely. and two, where do we go from here? That's the kind of hockey he's playing. Like he's really making me second guess myself if I'm Jim Rutherford. Oh, totally agree. And we could do an hour on that alone, or at least I could. Uh, just on the Penguins, what are they gonna do this offseason? Because I mean, Flurry is going to start somewhere next year. Like Pittsburgh's either gonna expose Murray and lose him, which I can't see happening trade Murray and get something for him, which I also can't see happening. Expose Flurry and lose him for free, which I can't see happening. So the only thing I can really see is the Penguins trading Flurry. Unless you think that they're going to just choose Flurry over Murray. It's kind of a tongue twister. Oh, yeah. I, and I mean, what, I do, you, what, what do you like, do? What well, do you, you do get, with that? This is, how, this is how the Penguins stay amazing. They're going to flip Flurry for like a ton of assets. Or at least a really good player, and then people are gonna be like, "How the hell did the Penguins get so and so?" Oh, they traded Flurry for you know what I mean. And and they'll get if they win the cup with Flurry again, they'll get it'll be effing robbery what they get. Oh yeah. Oh totally my agree. god. Yeah, you're right though. I mean, how dumb would they have looked if they had traded him? And then because Murray was like healthy enough to back up yesterday, so like his first game of the playoffs would have been Game Seven of the second round. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, yeah, that's brutal. Uh, and so, I and, and just as an aside, just as an aside, I think uh, Sullivan is going to just stick with Flurry until he gives him a reason not to. Totally 
agree. It's 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 just like last year, just in the reverse. Like yep. it's flurries, net to lose. Yep. What a 100%. good problem to have. Like you have two goalies who are like just crushing it right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm. So you're gonna give it to Flurry. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I have a hard so. time disagreeing with it, but I think like I, I'm such a Malkin guy. I think Malkin's like. Last year they gave it to Crosby and it kind of pissed me off because he played great. Don't get me wrong. Like he was amazing, but like Kessel was more deserving. Yeah. I thought was more deserving. Like, I don't like the idea of like giving it to a guy just because, because, because yeah, I feel like Malkin's been so good, but it'd be hard to not give it to flurry. I don't know. I guess when push comes to shove so far through two rounds, I'm giving it to flurry. But I also have recency bias because he was the reason that the Penguins won last night. Yeah. Like, everyone's panicking over the Caps. The Caps could have won that game easy if they buried, like, a few of those chances. But that's all semantics. Like, what it could have showed us hockey. Right, um, yeah. So, and they didn't bury. So, like, it, it is what it is. But, like, they didn't win last night because Malkin played really well. They won last night because Flurry played really well. Right. So. Right. Anyway. Okay, so those are the two East and then West. I think the hardest one is Anaheim. Who do you go with for the Anaheim? Um, that's a good question. Um, You'd probably give it to Getzlav, right? He's been so good. Yeah. He's been awesome. Yeah, I, I think I think that's a fair that's a fair nomination. Here's yeah, I can live with that. You, the first question you ask is, is this goalie playing well enough to win the Smite? And as soon as it's no, the next question is, who's their captain? <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of kidding, but like basically. Because like Nashville, it's Pecorino. Oh, yeah. Been, yep. And in fact, I was I was going to jump on that if you had said Nashville first. It's definitely Pecorino for me. Nine, yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. So that's – we don't even need to really talk about that. Like he's the guy and it's not even close. Yeah, uh, but Anaheim's a little bit different. Like Gibson has, he's been good for sure. But he, I mean, I don't know if he's got like con Smythe numbers yet. But then again, we still have at least another round. So who knows? Um, with Anaheim, they're they're an interesting they're an interesting team because so many people have kind of written them off. We've written them off on this podcast. Yeah, and here they are. So um, before I forget, something I wanted to bring up. Uh, I looked at the NHL standings to kind of see where these teams are. It was basically because I felt, in a way, bad for the Capitals because there's such doom and gloom around the franchise. And the Penguins are the second-best team in the NHL this year standings. The Ducks were sixth. The Sens were 12th, I think. And the the Predators were 16th. The team that just snuck in was the first team to clinch. And it just goes to show you what a crapshoot it is. You know what I mean? Like... One of the top five, one of the six through ten, one of the eleven to fifteen, and the sixteen. So it's like there's no rhyme. The NHL regular season is almost like at this point, just what's the point? You know, it, you just get in. Yeah, get in yeah. Just it's just it's an eighty-two game exhibition to to get into to the get playoffs. yeah to get in. Yeah. So. Uh, um, okay, so we went through the con smite. Who do you who do you think slash want to come out of these uh, these final four? Oh man, um, I'd love to see uh, a repeat of two thousand seven Ducks and Senators. 
You know who would hate that? Most of America. But I'm with you. I don't care at all. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess I don't really care um, to answer you directly, but um, you know, it'd be nice uh, following the story. It'd be great to see uh, the predators in there. Um, it'd be great to see the sends. Uh, just, I, I, but I, I don't, I don't see them winning. So I, I don't know. Um, the most, most exciting maybe would, would probably be Nash Pitt. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd have to agree. Um, that's kind of what I'm in a way rooting for. Just, I, I'm, I can't say I'm rooting for the Penguins or against the Penguins. Like I'm, I'm genuinely indifferent. But I think for the sake of the sport, it would be better if they got in than Ottawa, just for growing the game in the U.S., which is kind of my thesis, at least. But for me, like, oh, man, like, I, I guess I can't even really – we talked about this last time. I can't even claim credit for picking Nashville before the season to get to the Cup because my East team, Tampa, didn't even make it to the playoffs. Um, but I'm, I'm going to stick with Nashville. Like, I still want them. Yeah, I, I've got a – a lot of faith in them. I, I, there's something special about them. And, and I know I've said it plenty of times before, but how they remind me of the 2012 Kings. Yeah. Uh, they're just, man, they're just on fire. And, and they, they're, they're playing the kind of hockey that everyone was saying they were supposed to be playing all season. Right. Exactly. Everybody all season was saying how good they were, and 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 then you know guys like us were like, what what is happening? And then all of a sudden they get in and turn it on, and they've lost two playoff games. Yep, they swept the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, <laughs> opened the series with back to back shutouts. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, I mean, that would be a great story. Um, so yeah, I guess, I guess I gotta just go, I guess gotta go with you. Nashville and Pittsburgh. That would be, that would be my desire. And that'll also be most exciting. Yeah. I think I'm in the same boat. Uh, Um, I just wrote a piece on how the Predators kind of fascinate me, like their composition. I'm a huge Poyle fan. I think we talked about this last session. Last yeah, we did. But um, the Predators have kind of like built their team totally different from how like everyone tells you to build. You know what I mean? Everyone's like draft and develop. And the Predators are like, we're going to draft people and then trade them and get awesome players in return. <laughs> like think about how many of their players they've acquired via trade. Like I just did this piece. So like, okay. Ryan Johansson, Philip Forsberg, P.K. Subban, even like uh, guys like uh, um, Roman Yossi and Pecorine's rights were acquired before the draft. Not their rights, but like that that was eventually selected. Was a Nash- they were trades to Nashville. Um, Victor Robertson was a trade. So many of these guys came via trade. Mike Fisher, their captain. You know what I mean? It's insane how many of their guys are not homegrown. And yet there's still like this great culture of just, I don't know. I just love the way 
and it's fun to watch them play hockey. Like they're just an entertaining team. I would love to see PK win a cup. There's just a lot of things going for Nashville that interest me. Yeah, yeah, they're they're exciting right now, and their future is really bright too. Did I lose you? Yeah, just for a sec, but I got okay, you. Okay, okay. Uh, um, yeah, no, they are they're a ton of fun. Um, you know, I want to switch gears real quick and talk about uh, what you think Washington ought to do. <sighs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, they're such a good team. But they're, they're, they're a good team that just cannot get over the hump. And is that because they always run into Pittsburgh? Or is it because they just can't get out of the second round no matter who they play? So do you burn the whole thing down? Or do you just keep on the same path and hope that one year eventually in the next two, three seasons, you don't run into Pittsburgh. But I, I don't know. Because there have been yeah. years where teams that aren't named the Pittsburgh Penguins have knocked them out. So, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't either. I mean, they lose a ton up front. Well, not just up front, but like, oh, she's a UFA, so is Willie, Justin Williams. So is uh, Kevin Shattenkirk. So is Carl Alsner. And then it doesn't even end there. Like, uh, I want to see Kuznetsov's an RFA. Like, they've got, like, a ton of decisions to make, and none of them are easy. Um, I was told today that Barry Melrose said on ESPN this morning that they need a trade Ovechkin. I don't think I agree with that. I don't think I do. Actually, I should, let me requalify this. I definitely don't agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was having this conversation with a uh, uh, buddy that I mentioned earlier, um, and we were talking last night, and he he had kind of brought up something similar. Do you trade Ovechkin? And and we both just said no. You know, it's you know because the the, the Blue Jackets have found themselves in similar circumstances, not with a, a world beater like Ovechkin, but um, but with you know our our version of him and and it's it's like all right well you trade him but then you don't have him anymore so you know i i just yeah i don't i don't think you can do that i don't think that's the move you make yeah i agree my boss was trying to say earlier that they should trade him to the kings for kopitar but i just don't see it i just not for me. Yeah, yeah, I don't buy it I either. Understand, I understand the panic. Like, as soon as you lose, everyone wants to point fingers and say, this guy's this, this guy can't be not. I get all that. But I keep coming back to it. Like, hockey's such a game of luck. And and it really is. Like, if Ovechkin doesn't hit flurries, like, the end of his stick, the butt end of his stick with that one-timer in the slot, and that goes in like it should have, I mean, that's not a... That's a save, a desperation save, and he made it, and I get that. But like, man, a quarter of an inch up from there, it like goes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think Ovechkin's. He always bears the the burden here in Washington, and like, I I understand why. Like, so much is expected of him, but yeah, 
I will say this though, and I, I again, I'm on team don't trade Ovechkin. Um, but there is an interesting trade partner opportunity because George McPhee, who's the GM for the Vegas Golden Knights, was his GM when he came into the league. If you recall, yes, yes. And who knows that they need to sell tickets more than Vegas? You know what I mean? And if you could somehow, there's no way that it would happen with a straight up one on one Vegas trade. But if you could like three way trade with a team, that would be. I'm honestly, I'm obviously just projecting. I just think it would be really cool. I don't expect anything like that to happen. But I do think that like Vegas would more than most teams love to add a guy that's kind of like like Vegas isn't they're not going to win this year they know that you know what I mean so why not just put people in the seats and like Ovechkin would do that would he not oh yeah absolutely he would so I don't know I, I don't think they should trade Ovechkin it's funny because like Pat Kane always gets like a total pass it seems now that he's won his cups but like he's always played second fiddle to Taves in the playoffs at least you know what I mean yeah and that's kind of how he's been able to like avoid any scrutiny but like Ovechkin doesn't have that like he has to be the one to and he's a winger like it's just not even a fair comparison comparing him and Crosby like he does have less impact on a game he's a winger and that's just like how it is so I don't I I, this is very long-winded saying that like the Caps need to make some changes but I don't know if it's as dire as everyone else makes it seem and it's certainly not as dire as shipping out their captain. Yes, agreed. Um, okay, well, let's, uh, let's you know, I know the Blue Jackets have been out of the playoffs, and I get that. Um, but there is a bit of Blue Jackets news. They, it was announced today that they will pick 24th in the upcoming draft, which is the lowest or highest, depending on how you look at things, pick they'll, they'll have ever had. Um, which is kind of refreshing. Okay, I, I actually missed this bit of news. So 24th, huh? 24th. Okay. So I'm okay with it. I mean, it's, it is what it is. You can't really do anything about it. It's not, you know, a top 10 pick like they're used to, like that six through 10 sweet spot of like the mid two thousands, but <laughs> yeah, you can, <laughs> you can still get a good player at 24. I mean, like I just remember we were just talking about this the other day, a buddy of mine, like Pasternak went late twenties a couple years ago and he's ready, obviously to take the next step in the NHL is like a top. I mean, he's already did this year. He's a great player. So I guess that's, I'm just saying you can still, you know, you can still become an impact NHL player. Yeah. Yeah. You can find a gem for sure. Yeah. So there's that. Um, secondly, uh, Pierre Luc Dubois turned it around this which was nice in the in the Quebec League. They lost in a sweep to St. John's last night. Uh, so St. John won, but it was it was announced today that Dubois played games two, three, and four, and I guess part of one with a separated shoulder. That suffered in the game, so he only scored one goal in the series. But I I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I think. I think his team, the Armada, I think they only scored like four goals in four games. So, like, it wasn't like offense was coming. I Don't quote me on that. It could have been plus or minus a little bit. But, like, it wasn't like his stat line was – it wasn't like he was the only one not contributing. You know what I mean? Right. So, 
still, all things considered, a pretty good second half of the year for him. I hope he's recovered in term in time for a uh, mini camp. Selfishly, yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, I guess we'll go from there. Um, and then last on the jackets, there are still reports coming out of uh, the World Championships in Paris and Germany about um, their prospect. Um, the defenseman whose name's evading me for the first time in forever. Yeah, I, I, I know who you're talking about, but I can't even pronounce his uh, name. Vladislav so. Gavrikov. There it is. And uh, what he will end up doing this upcoming year. Apparently, he has an offer on the table from not just the Blue Jackets, he's an RFA, but from one, if not two, KHL teams. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. The only reason I bring that up is because you got to think that Yarmo and company are a little bit frustrated because all things equal, you would like to have these things figured out well in advance of not just your own draft, but the expansion draft. Absolutely. Um, just because it's a lot easier to project what your team's going to look like next year when you know who's like coming into the fold and it's not an unreasonable thing. The season's been over, you know, where are you playing next year? I'm really interested because as a, um, I don't want to say like a um, naysayer or anything like that, but as someone who has kind of been on board in recent months with the idea of at least entertaining the idea of exposing Ryan Murray, I think that having Gavrikov in the fold makes that decision at least a possibility. Gavrikov doesn't come to the NHL. I don't think that that's even on the table, at least not seriously. Yeah, I It'll would agree. Still, but having a guy like that come over and that can immediately play um, and slot into that third pairing, I think that gives you some flexibility because it's been talked about a lot, but the Blue Jackets do not want to lose Josh Anderson in this expansion draft. And yeah. I, I think losing Murray would be seen as a lesser loss than Anderson. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Just kind of so, the cost of doing business. Exactly. So anyway, um, that's all I had on Blue Jackets. Cool. Anything to add? What's that? Anything to add? Uh, not really. No, I uh, just kind of counting down the, the days till next season and waiting for tomorrow for the third round to start. And... Uh, yeah, so hey, okay, so quick game and then we'll go. Um, so Stanley Cup final, who wins? I'll give you all the matchups. Ducks versus Sen- Ducks versus Senators. Ducks. Ducks versus Penguins. Penguins. Nashville versus Ottawa. Oof, Nashville. Nashville versus Pittsburgh. That's the one we want to see. Nashville, Pittsburgh. I, I seriously, I just like can't pick against Pittsburgh. I don't want that. I don't want them to win that game. But I think, or that matchup. I'm sorry, but I think that the Penguins would win. Yeah, I, I think you're right. It's it's what about you? it's tough to tough to bet against them. All right, so uh, Ducks, Sens, gotta go Ducks. Yeah. Ducks, Penguins, gotta go Penguins. 
Predators, Sens, gotta go Predators, and Predators, uh, Predators, Penguins, gotta go Penguins. Yeah, so we're the same. Yeah, so there are some like funny nicknames here. You got like Pens, Sens. You can get like Preds, Pens. There's all kinds <laughs> of like shorthand. Yeah, yeah. But like you, I'm excited for this thing to get started because having one game a night is a little bit more. Uh, it's a little easier to swallow, <laughs> at least. Um, my fiance is not going to kill me for just parking my butt in front of the TV for six hours a night. Yeah, I hear you. What if the un- the unthinkable, the Anaheim Ducks, and therefore Jared Bull, Stanley Cup champions? Oh my gosh! I tweeted about that last night. I couldn't. Did you? Believe- <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't believe that he was playing in Game Seven. Like, <laughs> it blows my mind, actually, that like. The Anaheim's like a good team, and they won. <laughs> like Jared Bull. I mean, and you, you like, and I both criticized Anaheim at the beginning of the year for him even whatever. being in the lineup. We're still right. This is an anomaly. <laughs> I refuse to take credit for this one. Like he's he. It's uh, I don't know. I just whatever. hope it worked when Getzlaff is presented with the cup. That he does not even raise it above his head, Joe Sackick style, and hands it right to Jared Bull. Just gives it to Bull. Yep. <laughs> Here's your bowl, Bull. <laughs> that's funny. Go yeah. drink some of this bowl, Bull. There you go. So, yeah, right, that's buddy. all I've got. Yep. Um, and we will talk soon, hopefully before the next uh, series starts. Yeah, maybe and, we can uh, do a do a, a halfway point. Um, yeah. That'd be good, and then we can. I want to dig into some um, some off seasons here for the teams that aren't in the playoffs. Still, so okay. Avalanche, Blue Jackets, Vegas, and then even some like overseas news with like Kovalchuk. I kind of want to get that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. That'll be a good topic. Um, all right, cool. So yeah, let's plan on a on a halfway point and um, uh, and get something done. Sounds good, man. Talk soon. All right. Cool, bud. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. See you. Chrysler split the defense and walk in. Nice move. Another nice move. Oh, score. What a goal. Oh, baby. Thanks for listening. Hey, everyone. Shane here. If you like what you've heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. We are also on Twitter, at AboutToTalk. You can find Dan on Twitter, at WowDanGoodPoint. His blog is TheIceTimes.com. I am also on Twitter, at MileHighJacket. And my other show, The History of Hockey Podcast, can also be found on iTunes. And that is on Twitter, at TheHOHPod.